Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Full of frustration. Silly mistakes again. Full of despair. I don't even know if I'll have a club tomorrow. From years of hurt, disappointment and relegation. It could be League Two next season. Bolton are down, Norwich are down. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory. Get in! Pride. It's been a joy to watch. Passion. Nanny! In search of silverware. MLS Cup champions, baby! And they found... ATL. Orlando! Major League Soccer. Yes, welcome along to Season 3, Episode 2 of the MLS UK Show. My name's Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Today we chat NYC with UK NYC FC. Amongst the usual games and nonsense. This is the MLS UK Show. The MLS UK Show with Lucid FC. A distinctively modern, casual fashion label. Take a look at lucidfc.us or lucidfc.co.uk and see why celebrities love the look. This season's current line is called What's Your Effing Club? Which is your F? Football, fashion or film? If it's football, you're in the right place. Film, the MLS UK show podcast is now available to watch on YouTube. But fashion... It's always lucidfc.us or lucidfc.co.uk. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. So, um, quite an unbelievable reaction to the first podcast of season three. First time on YouTube as well. Um, took a while for me to explain to family members and stuff what that actually means. But uh, thank you very much for watching. If you did, uh, and if you listen, I, I, it's totally fine. I don't expect you to listen and then go, oh, I can now watch that same thing I've just heard on YouTube. Like, I get it, it's fine. Um, but quite a few messages came in. Yeah, so uh, I feel we should do our first ever opening of a mailbag. I like this. I like this a lot. It takes me back to... Um, when we first got the internet in my house, I don't know if it was the same with you, back in the noughties, yeah. uh, we had AOL, which of course is America Online. Ah, right, okay. No, uh, we, didn't have, uh, we didn't have the internet. I remember we didn't have the internet for a few days and in the meantime, me and my brother were just playing like pinball and yeah. doing the funny... Solitaire. Uh, yeah, funny fonts on Microsoft Word and stuff like that. So Wingdings. Yeah, that's my first memory of getting a computer. Um, well, we had AOL, and uh, it used to when you signed in, it used to go, "You have mail." So um, I thought I'd bring America Online 
to our mailbag. Remember this? Yes, unfortunately, yes. It's not annoying at all. I kind of miss this. Do you? Do you really? Mm, it's nostalgic. And then when you like when you logged in, welcome. You've got mail. Uh, hey, we've got mail. So uh, I want to go through some. If that's okay, that's fine. Uh, can I just say, my mum mm. uh, to try and be funny. Uh, I think it was like an Italian American guy. She downloaded it. So ours was. What do you want? Your mail. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we had in our house. I feel well. like if it came back now, you'd be able to have all sorts. You'd have a choice of like Harry Styles, Borat, <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe yeah. Zlatan as well. Yeah. Your mail. Mail from Zlatan. Zlatan doesn't bring the mail, but mail brings Zlatan. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, thank you so much if you commented on the video down below. You can do the same again today. Um, we read them all. Um, so be horrible, be nice, whatever. It's fine. Preferably um, nice. Preferably nice. Um, so uh, any Revs UK, uh, they commented saying, so glad to have you back and on YouTube as well. It was just, I think that was the thing. It was just good to be back in general. Yeah. Let alone uh, being on YouTube, which was a little bit strange. Um, Mike's, Mike got it spot on, the game with the change of name. He was spot on, and I think he was potentially the only person. Danny Housen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, very, very good work, Mike. Um, PSU to DCU. No name. Don't know who that is. I love people's online names. Uh, says uh, giving up Gressel was a massive mistake. Cause we were talking about this on the last podcast. Obviously, yeah. Gressel moving from Atlanta uh, over to DC for barely any money whatsoever. Um, I mean, as an Atlanta fan, you were you were gutted. There's a plan. There's a plan. We don't know what it is, <laughs> but there's a plan there. Um, and uh, and he pointed out that uh, 132k it's not enough wage that Gressel was on and that's the reason why it kind of happened. So uh, thanks for your input. Uh, I love this one. Ashley, uh, Ashley Bennett says, I'm a massive fan of MLS. I've only just discovered you guys. Right. Where have you been? Um, and he says, it's crazy. You're both from my local radio station, Signal One. Ah. Which is where we are right now. What, does he know us originally? I think he knows us from being on the radio here. Oh, wow. And uh, then gets into MLS does a little bit of a search and he's like, wait a minute, that's those two. That's those two idiots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back together again. Um, Favourite name, best online name ever. PP Poo Poo. <laughs> and what's PP Poo Poo had to say? Can't wait for the kit reviews. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, my uh, fiancé now, Poppy, is uh, going to be back soon. Did to... we mention this? No, we didn't. Congratulations, I... Thank you. I, I've not made a big thing of it. I mean... When you got engaged, it ended up in, what, the Hollywood Reporter and it stuff? Did. Hollywood so, Insider. Because you got Ed Sheeran to help you out. But, yeah, mine was a little more low-key, but thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll reveal when she's going to be on the show at the end of the show. And I'm, I did mention that um, we touched on this in the previous um, season of the podcast as well, that we want to collect... Um, merch. We want to collect MLS merch so that eventually, um, when we get kind of like our home studio set up, like permanent, our permanent home, yeah. um, it'll just look incredible because we'll just have MLS merch from from every single club. And loads of people, to their credit, thank you so much. Loads of people have been like, ah. Oh, um, I'll send you this shirt or I'll send you that shirt or I've got the um, limited edition button. People like are so generous. I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't do that. No. If someone was like, oh, I want to collect some MLS merch, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'll spend $90 and send it to you in the post, for, which will probably cost another $90. Like People have been so generous. Um, so we're going to go through these each episode. I think we'll, we'll um, show some of our, our findings, some stuff that people have sent. Um, I want to say hi to Scott 
from Nashville who um, is getting me the brand new Nashville home jersey. Oh, it's a nice shirt, that. It's nice. I we'll, really like we'll it. We'll see whether Poppy likes it soon, but uh, yeah, it's a nice shirt, I yeah. think. Yeah, highlighter yellow, I'm calling it, because <laughs> um, it's not gold. No. Uh, and he said, do I want it printed as well? So I've gone for Dax. I want Dax McCarty on the back. Ah. Big big MLS legend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving to Nashville. So, um, so that's on its way. So Scott... Thank you so much. Um, if you have sent stuff, thank you again. Um, genuinely thank you, because it's weird that we're just here and people send us loads of free yeah. stuff. So thank you very much. Um, we'll go through some um, each episode. So thank you. And uh, if you do want to you want to send us some stuff, then drop us a message and we'll let you know where to send it. Right. Shall we start, as we do every episode, with the game with a change in name? No. Oh, why not? Because yeah. I've got one more thing that I've been sent that's really going to wind you up. Oh, here we go. Go on. I'm taking my clothes off on YouTube, guys. This is how low my career's gone. Ah, our friends, Orlando City UK. Notice they haven't sent the Atlanta fan any merch, uh, but uh, no, that's nice. It's nice, yeah. Repping, uh, repping the squad, Orlando City UK. Shout out to those guys uh, who just reached a milestone on Twitter as well. So go and give them a follow because um, regardless of your, your team, your colours, um, some really good content on there. So uh, Orlando City UK on Twitter. Now we can do the game with a change in name. Come on. Right. Every week we do this and uh, you choose a player that has played in both England or the UK and MLS. And I've got to try and guess who it is based on their career path. Ready? Yeah, I got it last week eventually, so I'm looking for two out of two. I think it's quite difficult, but I feel like feel like together we can all do this, okay? We can get this, okay? okay. Uh, so, in 2012, yeah. they joined Hearts in Scotland. Okay. Uh, so, that's ticking the box. Someone who's played in the UK, so they were at Hearts. They made 130 appearances for Hearts. Okay. Um, and then in 2017, moved to Minnesota. Ooh, right, okay. 20 appearances mm-hmm. for the Loons. And then in 2018, moved to Colorado um, and has been a big part of Colorado, I'll be honest with you, 58 appearances right. since they joined Colorado. Hmm. Are they Scottish? They are Scottish. Right, okay. I think it's quite difficult, but then when I, when I looked at it and thought, well, they've played 58 times for Colorado in the last couple of seasons, so like, they hmm. are a big, big name. Are they still at Colorado? I believe so. Okay. Uh, right, I'll get thinking. Uh, remember, if you feel you know, comments uh, underneath this video on YouTube, or you can tweet us at MLS UK Show, get in touch on Instagram as well, same uh, address. However, we do know if you have skipped to the end. Yeah. People we, uh, skip into the end and then commenting underneath going, oh, I think I know who it is. No, 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 no. no. I don't know how we know, but we do know, we'll, believe us. We will find you and we will rumble you. Elliot Holman. Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. Now, if there's one thing that has made me chuckle a little bit, um, obviously, I know I'm an Orlando fan, but uh, I welcome new teams joining the league. I'm as much for Miami as I am for Nashville. I love, I love the excitement of the draft, and I love new new players joining the league, building stadiums, etc. Um, if there's one thing I've chuckled at, it's some of the names that have been linked with Inter Miami. Yeah, every week it's someone different, whether it's been um, Cavani at one point. Yeah. Uh, Sil- David Silva. David Silva. I'm sure Falcao's been mentioned. Yeah. You'd, you'd this be- week, literally yesterday, Neymar. Yes. It's just, I mean, fair play because they're clearly aiming big, uh, but they haven't actually got any of these players yet. So, you know, we'll, we'll, I'm, I'm, I'm so intrigued to see who into Miami's first marquee, proper marquee, 
foreign signings going to be? Yeah, so uh, I've done a little bit of Googling and I've decided this should be like a little weekly feature um, where we find out who's joining into Miami this week. Uh, let's spin the wheel. Oh, some big names in there. Fernando Addy's in there. Yeah, see him. See his face going round. Stopping. It's stopping. Victor Anichibi. Oh, he played at Everton. Yeah. Ah, okay. Not as big as Neymar. No. Well, in stature, he is. Not as many goals as Neymar scored. No. Wouldn't sell as many shirts as Neymar, but still, okay. He's he's scored goals in the Premier League. Kind a few, of a few of them. Kind of a big deal. Um, there is another. Should we should we give it one more spin? Yeah. Let's another do. spin. Uh, of course, our visual watchers, uh, visual viewers on YouTube will be enjoying the uh, the prize wheel, which is being spun in the studio right now. <laughs> okay. Where's oh. it going to stop? Okay, right. Fabio Coentrao. Wow. Big name. Huge name. Former Real Madrid player. Now, that's a realistic one. That could, I feel that could actually happen. Do you think? Yeah. Let's face it. I mean, Neymar and uh, Messi's been mentioned before. They're ones for a few years' time. I think that one could happen now. Fabio Coentrao. Yeah. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. Henry's going for it. Cohen Trout to Miami. Um, we'll give it a spin next week. If you've got suggestions, if you see any news articles, send them our way at MLS UK Show. So let's have a look now at some of the stuff that has happened in MLS. Of course, I'm going to do my first of the season, my five things that you may have missed from MLS. But here's a few things that we've all seen uh, and signings that have actually happened. <laughs> yes, these are actual confirmed uh, no dreams, all, all factual. Um, first of all, big story. Zimmerman moves from LAFC to Nashville. Yes. Now, when I broke the news to you yesterday, I said, Zimmerman's joined Nashville. Can I just say, you broke the... Yeah, just to me, we were in a room together. It wasn't like you broke it to everyone. It was literally... Just to me. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not on the inside. It's, it's, <laughs> it was just to Henry. Uh, and I said, uh, I said, oh, Zimmerman's gone to Nashville. And what did you say? Well, I thought it was the one who plays at Norwich. <laughs> Imagine. Because I was like, well, because Zimmerman's gone to Nashville, really? And I was like, oh, it must be the one who's gone for, you know, from Norwich. But uh, no, I was surprised. And to be fair, LAFC, the GM has come out with, uh, well, today and said that he wasn't actually necessarily in their plans to get rid of him. Mm. But obviously the offers come in and they've, they've decided to uh, to let him go. But uh, Nashville, big signing for them. I think yeah. this is the, the sort of, statement we were waiting for him to make well we said before i think we said on a previous podcast um that they're quite clearly going for a homegrown roster Mm. um they did a lot of trades with international spots etc there's one involved in this as well so lafc get another international spot uh and it could it's nine hundred and fifty thousand in general allocation money could rise to 1.25 million which is huge um and nashville have admitted they've been saving that up yeah, Everything yeah. that they've been doing has been building towards making this big move. So they've obviously kept it a secret, but that's what they've been working towards. He was part of that LAFC team last year that mm. set all sorts of records. It's a good, good signing. I'm really impressed with it. LAFC, I don't know. This year is going to be an interesting season for them because we're looking for them now to go that extra step, maybe get to MLS Cup. Zimmerman was a, a really good player for them last year, so it is a big hole to fill. I'm yeah. sure they will fill it, but Nashville, great signing. Well, they have filled it, kind of. They've filled a spot on their roster, at least, uh, with Bradley Wright Phillips. 
going to LAFC. Yeah. I don't think he can play in defence. Well, give him a go. <laughs> uh, but he did score as many goals as a defender would have scored last year. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this uh, he kind of announced this himself, didn't he? On yeah. uh, he went rogue. Yeah, was it on Sunday morning? He just yeah. Instagram LAFC shirt. All right, let's let's put this to you, right? Okay, mm. so LAFC have got this an array of great striking talent. Understatement of the year. So, as a, a supporter of a fan, uh, as a supporter of a club, I should say, that is um, looking to get the playoffs, would you have took BWP? Hundred percent. So, is it a good signing then? It's, it's a great, it's a great signing. It's just that they were the last team that needed him. <laughs> yeah. It's just you know, why don't we have it? Like, yeah. give us some to us. But... I mean, uh, on a personal note, in, in Orlando, it's the one thing that, that they're missing now is is that attacking option. Dwyer might go and have a great season, but he didn't last season. It was really poor, and so someone like BWP coming in, even if it was just for competition, a um, bit of MLS experience. The guy scored like 130 goals for New, uh, Red Bull New York. So only made nine starts last year. If he could come back from this injury, it is a bit of a risk with him, you know, not playing as much last year and being injured and stuff. But I think most teams, I mean, you can you can let me know, would you have taken BWP at your team? I imagine you probably would. Mm. I know as well, would Red Bulls fans have liked to have kept him? Here's one for you. Yeah. Would you have taken him at Atlanta? Yeah. All things considered. Oh, wow. I, th- I expected you to be like, um, but you... Yeah. Well, we've got rid of everyone else. We need. <laughs> yeah. To... <laughs> Martinez is out next. Probably. Yeah, we need we need some players, so we might as well have BWP. Uh, no, I feel that BWP is one of those players. But he's always scored goals, and and we did discuss last season on the on the MLS UK show that okay, maybe the injury has hampered him a bit. Is this the start of a decline of BWP? Because yeah. let's face it, he's going to retire in the next few years. So uh, for LAFC, it's win win because you get a few, maybe a year, two years out of him. He gets to finish. Uh, his uh, his career at a, a big team, mm. and you know if he if he scores you if he comes off the bench and scores you eight or nine ten goals, then that's still contributing. He'll still win you about six or seven points there. So good signing. I see this as like when Burnley signed Peter Crouch. Right. Okay. He's not quite as old, but. It's no offence to BWP. He's not going to get the game time there because no, no. Of, of what they've got. Look at what they've got. Like That roster is just packed with attacking power. But, you know, he's there. He's going to provide experience among a, a lot of other things. So I like it. I'm just really jealous. <laughs> um, Montreal, though, losing some attacking power. Nacho oh, Piatti. I feel sad for, for this because, I mean, Piatti's been, since we've started watching MLS, yeah. Piatti's always been there. He's been since the, I've known you. He's yeah. been there. In uh, fact, we've, I've, I never knew you before Piatti was at Montreal. He's been, he's the guy for Montreal. And uh, he's gone, you know, it's good. He's gone back to his, his old team, uh, San Lorenzo. So uh, it'd be nice for him to leave. And at least he's not gone to another MLS team because I don't think for Montreal fans that wouldn't have been great to see. Uh, he can go back home. But yeah, he's a big part of Montreal's history. So I feel so. I feel sad on this one. Been there since 2014. 163 appearances, 79 goals, 37 assists, 14 thousand minutes in wow. a Montreal jersey. I mean, incredible. It's, it's a huge effort. Um, obviously, he struggled last year massively with the with the knee injury. Um, came back for a little bit, and he was training. It was huge news. He's such a massive player for them. Mm. Whether he's playing out wide, playing it, uh, through the middle, massive player for them. And he was back in training. Then he was out again, and then he was back, and he was out. So it just just seems like he was he was always going to struggle to recover. Um, knowing this news or hearing that this could happen, imagine how much my heart skipped 
when I then read that Toronto had signed Piatti. <laughs> it's Pablo Piatti. But I was like, oh my goodness, this is going to be a whole episode on its own. Yeah, like, absolute drama. Like, get him on, get him on the show. Um, speaking of drama, Rail Salt Lake have made a signing. I'm I'm going to step out. Okay. I'm going to leave this one to you. I presume you know what I'm on about. Justin Miram is uh, remaining in MLS. Of course, he played at uh, Columbus, did very well. Went to Orlando, <laughs> didn't do very well. Went to Atlanta. Okay, he, he wasn't great. That's why they didn't keep him. But he scored a few goals in the, in the summer. So I think he did okay. He's now signed for Real Salt Lake. I really don't know with Miriam at the moment. I think this could be one of his last chances in MLS. I'll put that out there. But I think RSL could be that team just suited for him. But they're good. Like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. But it could be suited for him. They're making playoffs regularly. Um, you know, all right, could have gone further last year. But I don't know. I feel like there's teams that maybe would have taken a punt on him, definitely. Yeah. Cincinnati, maybe. But I, I don't know. I feel like I'm sort of like, oh, come on, RSL. <laughs> Come on. That's because you, uh, you, he's not really your favourite player, though, is he? So you would like to see him. My uh, relationship with Justin Moon is great. I tweet him abuse and he likes it. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. I wish my fiance went along with stuff that <laughs> easy. <laughs> I think he'll do okay for RSL. I'm really intrigued to see what happens with this one because Miriam, we know the talent's there. He's shown it in the last few years, just mm. shown little bits yeah, of yeah. it. So uh, whether he can then do that with RSL. It was an interesting signing, I must admit. I didn't expect him to go there, but because I didn't expect him to go there, I kind of think this could be a right fit. Okay. Um, by the way, if any of our pronunciations of those players were, were out, we apologise. We should do a full apology. Um, something I did miss from the from the mailbag at the start of the show is that uh, a lot of people were very angry at uh, our pronunciations, mainly of... Uh, Chicharito, is it? Ch- Chicharito. Yeah. Um, look, hold my hands up. Like, it's Chicharito, okay? He played in the Premier League for years, and I'm telling you, it was Chicharito. Yeah. The, the same as, like, people in America watch Norwich in the Premier League, <laughs> uh, and, you know, their MacBooks are made of aluminum instead of aluminium. It's just one of those things, guys. Like, we're going to have to get on. We're going to have to be friends. Well, I think one one thing we did get right was saying it was Bradley Wright Phillips. Yeah. We'll tell you how to say Bradley Wright Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I want to chat to UK NYCFC because um, NYCFC having a little bit of a bumpy ride at the minute, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, so Andrew runs UK NYCFC. Uh, follow them, it's at UK NYCFC. Funnily enough. Um, uh, for UK sort of opinion on all things New York City. Uh, I actually uh, met Andrew for the first time a few weeks ago. He supports Portsmouth in uh, England of course I support Bolton they played each other at Bolton I didn't I, I don't go I don't go to many away games especially not as far as Portsmouth so well done to Andrew we actually uh, spoke to him on the phone yesterday and he'd stopped uh, on his journey to watch Portsmouth in Birmingham they're playing Coventry he'll explain if you don't know why Coventry are playing in Birmingham uh, but he was on his way to a game anyway so we're really thankful that he stopped to speak to us uh, and talk all things New York City FC. So here's what happened. The MLS UK Show. Okay, so joining us now on the MLS UK Show is Andrew. He's part of UK NYC FC. How are you doing, Andrew? Very, very good. Thank you. Awesome. Um, just tell us where you are at the minute because um, you have a, a very active football fan lifestyle. I'm going to say that's probably the best way to describe it. 
Yeah, I'd like to say that. Um, so currently, I am halfway between Portsmouth and Birmingham. Uh, going to watch Pompey tonight away at Coventry. Um, trying to make an effort to go to see this one because Coventry aren't even playing at home this season. So I uh, feel their pain <laughs> as a New York City fan. It must, sky, it must be a sky blue thing. So Coventry this season are playing at Birmingham's ground. So we're uh, going up there tonight. Yeah, we're going to have a chat to you about this uh, in a moment. But just for our uh, viewers and listeners in North America, how far is it? In, uh, like how, how long is your drive from Portsmouth to Birmingham? Um, it's only about three, three and a half hours, so it's it's you know nothing compared to a, a US away day. I was going to say, which for our US uh, fan base, I mean that's just to the next state, isn't it? That's nothing. Yeah. But here yeah. in the UK, that's a long way. I think um, that's basically Philadelphia away for NYCFC fans. Yeah, I was going to say it's it's Miami territory for Orlando. <laughs> that. <laughs> Uh, right, so Andrew, uh, of course, we're going to be talking NYC now. Um, let's uh, First of all, let's round off on last season. It didn't quite end how you wanted it to, but you went out to that Toronto game, didn't you? Um, what was the disappointment like at the, uh, the final whistle? So, yeah, I mean, from a, from a fan experience point of view, the day was amazing. Um, massive credit to the Third Rail Supporters Club because they made a real effort at trying to make it feel like a home game, um, a home away from home at City Field. Um, but unfortunately, the team, they didn't look comfortable. You could tell they were playing in another stadium that they're not used to. Um, so it was just a very, very disappointing end to the season, which I think so many fans had their, their hopes set high for a good postseason, and it, it just didn't come to anything we only got playing for about 10 or 15 minutes during the entire 90 minutes. Um, and Pozuelo uh, did us again, second time in the season. He's bossed us, so yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, not nothing against NYCFC, but that that's one of my highlights of, of last season, that that penalty. Um, you know, not the first time he'd done the cheeky Penenka as well. Um, the playoffs were absolutely wild, and the playoffs is what really got me hyped for, for this year again, because I think... Um, the more that we look back on those playoffs, which were just absolutely brilliant, the more we're counting down the days for, for the new season. Um, I, again, I feel like I'm being harsh and, and I've said the same online. I, d I don't have anything against NYCFC, but I, there just seems to be a lot that's not quite right at the minute. Can you talk us through some of the issues that you face, um, obviously the stadium, but just in general as a club right now? Yeah, so... <laughs> The club um, has had issues with how they almost want to run their communications. Um, we don't get a lot of communications that are set up to keep the fans happy, to keep the fans informed about stadium news, um, transfers, management. You know, we went for, what, two months without a manager in the team uh, or a coach, as the Americans might say. Um, from when Dome left um, and it, it, there just seemed to be no updates to the point where some fans me included started to worry is our team being folded have they uh, there's nothing coming out there was nearly a month of complete silence on Twitter that you just think what's going on um, but finally in the last few days Brad Sims the CEO has you know released a pretty big statement which apparently took a lot and a lot of sign off from many different groups to give us an update on the stadium 
and that that's the biggest gripe for all of the fans is the team entered the league uh, what five years ago now and we were promised to fade in within a few years and we we haven't even got a shovel in the ground yet to to begin that stadium process so it, it's infuriating because you just want to have a home so that you can build a fortress you know you look at teams like Orlando and they've got such an amazing setup that every team would be you know lucky to have and they've they've set it up really really well but that's a kind of a dream and a, a fantasy for New York fans at the moment because you just can't see it happening anytime soon because of the amount of money and red tape it seems that New York as a city presents the team yeah I think that the thing for for me and and other MLS fans as well uh, I know Henry's kind of in agreement is that there doesn't seem to be equal rules for for teams so for example we've got Nashville who are struggling with a stadium and all of a sudden the pressure's on and well you're starting next month and you've not got a stadium and you know New York of course five years in still struggling I appreciate you know New York is a difficult place to just pop a stadium up but that probably should have been thought about by the, the guys at MLS in the, and they should have appreciated that that's probably going to be the case. Yeah, I think um, I can imagine from um, Don Garber's point of view that when he wanted a team in New York City, he was prepared to do whatever it took to get a team playing in actual New York. And that's not even the giant at, at, at the Red Bulls. He just wants that New York market ticked mm. off from a from a direct point of view. Um, and he's thinking, right, well, well, we'll accept maybe five or ten years of a team playing in a baseball stadium because at least the market is ticked. But, of course, every year that we play at Yankee Stadium, the fan attendance num- numbers are going down. The fans are becoming more disgruntled, despite the fact that the season-on-season results have improved pretty much each, each year. Um, last season was our most successful year by realistically some margin but you come out at the end of the season looking at that playoff result against Toronto feeling like it was actually not a great season so looking forward to next season uh, they've already announced uh, the games at City Field you're going to be still playing at the Yankee Stadium and now in the Champions League you're going to be playing at the Red Bull Arena Um, how's that gone down amongst the fan base Uh, not well not well Um, the fact that I mean, I I have even had um, disputes with people arguing with me on Twitter um, about uh, sort of my opinions of playing at Red Bull Arena and how we should treat the day. I think it's just caused nothing but conflict amongst the fans, which is going to be... It's not going to help fans want to stay involved in the club if they're creating infighting amongst the team. How how can you fix this? When you're having to stoop as low as play in, in your rival stadium, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not stirring it up. It, it winds me yep. up on your behalf, if that makes sense. Like, yep. how, how, can this be, how can this be fixed? This is surely a real low point. So from what I've read and from assumptions, it would appear that Red Bull Arena could be our CONCACAF home for some time. City Field and Yankee Stadium are not a, an arena that can be used until mid to late March. So uh, should we even succeed past the first round, we may have to play there again. I, I don't see right now how there is any a way that we can improve this because I'm assuming that we have to play in the greater New York area. Um, 
the fact that New New Jersey is a complete and different state. It's not even just a different city in New York. It's a different state. Um, so has that kind of dampened the spirit then? Because obviously you're in the Champions League. You should be celebrating, celebrating a good year last year. Uh, however, you've got this negativity around it. Is, have you seen that amongst the fan base? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, with within fighting amongst the fans, um, the the champion qualified for the Champions League for the first time should be a massive achievement. The club should look back on 2019 with pride by having that that birth into the Champions League to represent MLS. Um, and yeah, it's it's completely tainted. It, it wouldn't shock me if there's more fans in Costa Rica for the away leg than there is for the home away leg at Red Bull Arena. From the looks of Twitter and the, the polls I've seen amongst supporters groups, nearly all the polls have sort of 80 to 90% of fans saying, yeah, they're not going to go to Red Bull Arena, despite the fact that if you're a season ticket holder, it's free. So people just don't want to go. They don't want to consider Red Bull Arena a home because it's the arena of our fans. For, for MLS UK listeners, you know, you've only got to imagine... I, as a Portsmouth fan, would I go watch Pompey play at St Mary's as a home <laughs> game? That would be insulting. You know, would would you, as a Bolton fan, want to go watch uh, Bolton play at Blackburn? No, not a chance. It's um, it's embarrassing. And I've never actually physically been to Ipswich, and I don't plan on going. So uh, that would, that really would be an issue. Um, I, I would say that let's leave that behind and talk about some more positive stuff and yeah. and and look at uh, the season coming forward. Um, Transfers. <laughs> where, where do we uh, where do we start, if anywhere? Yeah, we we've not done much business. Um, we've added, you know, a couple of midfielders, and and that's it. Um, but at the same time, we've signed some players uh, like Keaton Parks that mm. we had on loan from Benfica's youth setup last year. Yeah, Keaton, as the season went on, uh, got stronger and stronger and stronger. And I actually think getting him on a permanent deal. Is a, is a massive statement because in almost like an opposite to Jack Harrison, he's gone to Europe to further his career, thinking maybe America won't be great for him. But as it is, you know, he's come back to America, having enjoyed it so much and perhaps strengthened his chance to get in the U.S. men's national team. Yeah. So, um, I, I, you know, despite the lack of business, I'm actually happy with what we've got. The squad last year took a long while to get going while they all got to know each other because there were some very late signings with Heber and Patrizza. They got on well towards the end of the season so well that I'm actually happy. I think we've got a great roster and uh, having someone like Roddy Dyler come in, I actually think is a statement. You know, I, in some degree, it's bigger than when we had Dome come in because Dome, had, I think he'd only been Pep's assistant. Yes, he had managed before, but it had been, I want to say 10, 15 years since he'd solo managed a team. So, We've got someone that has managed Champions League games in Europe before now. You know, he's won many trophies in Scotland. I'm, I'm happy to, to give Ronnie a chance and see uh, see how that can go. OK, well, I, I, I totally agree. I think in terms of terms of coach and roster, not many ins, not many outs, doesn't matter. You know, good, strong, solid base there that made the playoffs anyway. Um, and I would expect NYCFC to, to be in the playoffs again. I think it's it's going to be an interesting season um, with with things off and on the field. But um, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how it plays out. Thank you very much for, for coming and uh, joining us. No, no, thank you for having me again. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt. MLS UK Show.
So, uh, thanks, Andrew, from UK NYCFC for chatting to us. Remember, if you want to uh, see what he's up to, if you want to get new UK opinion on all things New York City uh, FC, it's at UK NYCFC on Twitter. And, of course, league-wide, if you want a, a UK perspective on any, everything from, from all of the teams, uh, just look on Twitter. Just use the hashtag MLSUK. Okay, so last week we did for the first time this season a Christ is Right. If you didn't watch it or hear it last week, uh, basically what this is, it's like higher or lower, uh, and we've replaced uh, Price in the Price is Right as Christ, as in Jason Christ. Um, Would you like to play? Yes. Henry Hewitt. Come on down! Hi. Hi, everyone. Yes. Henry, welcome to the Price is Right. Thank you. Uh, You'll be playing today for absolutely nothing. Ah. I need you to tell me, with in your uh, in your mind, Concacaf Champions League games played, okay? Teams. By teams. Teams, yeah. right? Okay. Okay. So, for example, Atlanta United have played four in their history. NYCFC, higher or lower? Uh, well, we just spoke to Andrew then, who said it was their debut season in it. Yeah. So I'm going to go lower. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. So there's a nice little easy one to ease you in. That's how it works. Higher or lower. Uh, so, this is the big question, mate. Higher or lower than NYCFC? New York Red Bulls. Higher. Okay, have a guess how many. Um, I reckon they're closer to 10, maybe 11, 12? 22. Oh, <laughs> well, halfway there. Higher or lower than Red Bulls at 22? Toronto FC appearances Ooh. in the Champions League I'm going to go lower because they'd only been in the last few years 34 34 <laughs> oh I forgot it's not going well no because I've, uh, they get in it through the Canadian Championship yeah. don't they so yeah of course my bad RSL lower give me a rough figure Um, 6 6 is 22 <laughs> <laughs> we can tell you uh, only started watching MLS recently. Uh, well, three years, so I got Atlanta and New York City FC right. Well done. Um, <laughs> this is my worst effort. I I'm know, only quite good. You're, you're normally very good. Yeah. Montreal higher or lower than RSL's twenty-two? Oh, doesn't even matter anymore. I've lost lower. It is lower. It's fourteen. Brilliant. Higher or lower than Montreal's fourteen? FC Dallas lower. Is higher. <laughs> it's 18. <laughs> higher or lower than FC Dallas is 18. Columbus Crew. Lower. It is just 16. You know what's getting me is that because no MLS team has ever won it, I'm yeah. thinking, oh, all these teams go out in the first yeah, round. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they go all the way and then, then they <laughs> mess it up. Uh, Columbus, 16. Higher or lower, Seattle Sounders. Higher. They must have been in it a few times. 36. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, here's your bonus question. Since you've had a terrible, <laughs> terrible shocker. Who's higher, San Jose or New England Revolution? I want numbers as well, predictions oh. on numbers. So I think San Jose has been in it more. Okay. And I'm going to go San Jose 9, New England Revolution 4. San Jose have been in it more, so you are correct. They have six appearances. New England Revolution 2. Oh, <laughs> Well, I nearly there, but I ended on a high. That was your worst performance <laughs> ever. Oh, sorry, everyone. I, I even I lost count there. It wasn't impressive. Right, let me make up for it then. Shall we do Henry's Guide to North America? Yes, let's do it. 
what is this? Howdy, everyone. What is this? So last week, we said that the first one of these would be Cincinnati. Thank you to everyone who got involved. Uh, loads of emails and messages come, came in. Uh, Mike was the one who emailed us with a load of stuff. So thanks to Mike, but thanks to everyone. And um, are you ready? Right, so we're going to be doing this every week. It's a, a guide to North America, ideally every city that has an MLS team. We're starting off with Cincinnati. Oh, I thought with this music, I presumed we were starting in Nashville. No, I just got generic country music <laughs> on YouTube and found this. <laughs> okay, so are you ready? Yeah, go on. Here is Henry's guide to Cincinnati. Now, settlers arrived in Cincinnati in 1788. However, the area wasn't named Cincinnati until 1790. It was given its name after Lucius Cincinnatius. Who, <laughs> is that real? Yeah, if you uh, don't know who that is, it was a Roman emperor, a Roman military leader, who uh, won a famous ba- like battle or a war, and then after he'd finished, decided to retire and just go back to farming. So they, they wanted to commemorate him, so they named it Cincinnati. Nicknames for the city include Cincy, as we know, uh, the Natty, and the Queen City. The Natty, love that. Yes. Uh, it's known for its seven hills that surround the city, and it's in the state of Ohio, with a population of 302,000. Here's a fact for you. I found this fact out, and I was like, no, really? Go on. Do you know Jerry Springer? Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, go on. Jerry Springer was once the mayor of Cincinnati. No. However, he had to resign because, um, how can I say this? Um, He was caught... uh, He was caught paying... For female company. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. <laughs> so he had to resign okay, yeah. and then went on to present yep, the show. Yeah, that's fine. Moving along. Uh, quite a lot of people got in touch and said, mate, you've got to mention Skyline Chili. That is uh, it's a chili that's seasoned with cinnamon and chocolate. It's a, also known as Cincinnati Chili. Uh, we need to try this. Yeah, well, you've got the chili and then you've got spaghetti on top. It's really nicely uh, presented. Oh. Uh, it was uh, formed by uh, immigrant Macedonian uh, restaurant owners in the 1920s and they brought it to uh, America and it was named one of the 20 most iconic foods in America. Uh, famous uh, people from Cincinnati include Doris Day, Steven Spielberg and the star of the hit MTV reality show Newlyweds, Nick Lachey. <laughs> uh, and that was Henry's Guide to Cincinnati. Um... Okay, I think we should try and carry something forward from each of these so that they remain in the show. And I I think from here on in, they are just the natty. See, that was the guide to the natty. Elliot, I'm going to put it to you. Which MLS city shall we do a guide to next time? All right, I've got one for you. Okay. I'll tell you why. I'm planning a US road trip at the minute. Yeah. Okay, so this is a genuine, genuine inquiry. Salt Lake City. Right. So uh, I want to go to the Rio Tinto so bad. The just home, for that, just for that roof. The home of Real Salt Lake. Uh, so next time it will be Henry's guide to Salt Lake City. Remember, if you have any facts or you want to want me to say anything about Salt Lake City, you could be from there or just know some random stuff. Uh, get in touch. You can email us hello at mls show or you can tweet us at mls uk show. And uh, for those who uh, do kind of like pull us up on our pronunciations and stuff, my apologies, because I do believe it's actually Kynesinite. <laughs> no, it's Cincinnati. Ah, uh, okay. 
The MLS UK Show. Okay, so before we go and close uh, episode two of season three, we need to bring back something that we didn't do last week. So this is the first one of this season. When I was driving home from recording it last time, I was like, we didn't do it. And it would have been the first time you'd have got to see me do the numbers as well. Yes. Uh, what we do is five things you may have missed from MLS this week. So I will run through uh, five sort of headlines of stuff that you may have missed. And Elliot does the uh, voice for it because we don't We wanna... don't really know. Yeah, it costs us a lot to get the voice over, so we don't really want to have to pay anymore. Uh, so you're starting at one. Shall we do five things you may have missed from MLS this week? Oh, you're going to see my technique and everything. One... That sounded horrific. Um, Brad Guzan has signed a new contract with Atlanta till 2023. Two. Uh, <laughs> uh, Columbus owners deny that the club is set for a rebrand, uh, a rebrand, I should say, that would include new logo, new colours and new name. Three. At number three, speaking of new names, into Miami. They could be having to be forced to change their name before they've even kicked a ball. Internazionale, is that how you say it? In Italy? Uh, they've uh, put in, um, uh, they're in a legal battle with them. So, and, and Inter-, Inter Milan have actually won the first round of it. So, we could have to change the name. AC Miami is one of the names that could <laughs> they could go to. Uh, so, uh, next week, if this gets any further... We're going to have to start calling into Miami by something else because we don't want to get dragged into yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want... Also, on the Trades Description Act, I mean, they're not actually playing in Miami, so I don't, I don't want to start... Typical Orlando fan. Right. <laughs> Boy. At number four, former Wolves sporting director Kevin Farewell has joined New York Red Bulls as their head of sport. I was thinking about this. Okay, so head of sport for a soccer team, <laughs> is it, does it go like uh, coach, then head of soccer... Then head of sport is they like he he's got a, a yeah. bigger role. Maybe they're gonna join the NFL. Maybe five. And at number five, right? I've got loads here. Let's see the one that interests me the most. Uh, this one, SKC have announced a barbecue partnership. <laughs> uh, so local uh, barbecue company uh, they've signed up to together, and we've seen this loads of SKC. SKC are the Manchester United of MLS. Where Official got, barbecue of. Yeah, they've got a barbecue sponsor. Like Man United have got a tractor sponsor. They've got all these things. So it's uh, American Royal Barbecue have teamed up. They're, uh, they are strong in the barbecue Kansas City tradition. Uh, so they've teamed up with them and they're going to be doing like events and stuff like that to introduce uh, new fans and the scholarships and education and uh, loads of stuff happening at Children's Mercy Park, including selling the barbecue sauce. Incredible. And that is the five things you may have missed from MLS this week. Right. Time to round off? Yes. Uh, game with a change in name. Okay, let me know again where this guy's played. Okay, so 2012. Starts his career at Hearts uh, here in the UK in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, plays left wing, by the way. Right, okay. Uh, 2017. Minnesota. Moves to MLS. Minnesota. 20 appearances. Solid. Did he move from Hearts? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then 2018. Colorado, 58 appearances for Colorado. And he still plays there. Um, I really don't know. The first person that came into my head was Jack Price mm-hmm. when I was like, no, nah, it don't make sense with the teams that before. Yeah. Um, do you remember last week when it took me ages to get Danny House and, and my excuse was, oh, it's still pre-season, my MLS brain is still in uh, sort of hibernation. 
Well, it hasn't woken up yet. <laughs> I, I, as I, you heard in uh, <laughs> The Crisis, right. So I'm going to need more clues. I think... Um, I don't... If you'd have done this one for me, I don't think I'd have got it. Right. Um, and Which is... It's crazy because actually... Like fifty-eight appearances for Colorado. I've like, been a big player. I just, I just don't think I would have got yeah, it. I don't yeah. think it, he would have popped into my head. But do you want to know? Go on, put me out of my misery. Sam Nicholson. Oh, he's got the same surname yeah. as Poppy. So I'll be honest, I didn't know he played for Hearts. That's no, my excuse. Well, for no, that. I didn't either. Yeah. I really didn't. And he was there for a long time as well. But yeah, Sam Nicholson, congratulations if you managed to get it. Uh, if you played along, obviously you can always do uh, do that and send us any messages at MLS UK Show. Uh, right, we'll be back next time um, for episode three of season three. And this is going to be our preview to the new season. So we're talking our predictions. We're talking, what else do we normally do? Kits. I was going to save that till last. What uh, else do we normally do? I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> predictions. Yeah. Uh, which rosters we like the look of. Yeah. Um, obviously, at the end of the season, we'll look back on all the things that we say and that we predict and we'll be completely wrong. Yeah. Uh, we'll that's do, why you're here, though, isn't it? We'll do predictions for the first round of fixtures. And, bet you didn't know this, Poppy is going to be back doing kit reviews. Out of all the interaction we've had in the close season, the most we've had... When the kits got released, was people going, I wonder what Poppy thinks about that. I wonder what Poppy thinks about that. Somebody commented on the actual San Jose Earthquakes yeah. Facebook page, tagged us in it, and said, <laughs> I wonder what Poppy thinks about that. If you don't know, Poppy's my fiance. The last few seasons, she's been doing kit reviews, and highlights include, uh, she didn't know New England was a place. Um, uh, she liked uh, Columbus Crew, because they're the Buzzy B team. and um, it's, it's highly intellectual stuff. Yeah, and then uh, when she did predictions last year, she uh, she said Philadelphia Union would draw because she liked the cheese. So who knows what she's going to say, uh, but she will be back for episode three. It's always heartwarming that, um, you know, someone with very little insight into MLS is the most popular character on this show, <laughs> even though she's only on it once, maybe twice a year. Yeah. yeah. So Always good to put us in our place. Great for morale. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to hearing what she's got to say about the new jerseys next week. Well, there we go. If you want to get in touch with us at MLS UK Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, you can email us, hello at MLS.show. And don't forget, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can like uh, this video and subscribe. And you can also subscribe if you're listening to it on your podcast provider. Yes. Um, by the way, just a little footnote. When I said New Jersey's, not a dig at uh, New York Red Bulls, just meant the new, new kits, new shirts. Well, she will be looking at the New York, New Jersey Red Bulls, yeah. New Jersey. It's all confusing. Right. Season three, episode two, done. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network.